Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. What's the most resilient parasite? Prime time with Isaac and Sue. Can build cities, can transform the world, and rewrite all the rules. That's what I'll be doing every single night. Which is why. No, 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 no! I have to steal it. What are you talking about, Willis? This is Prime Time with Isaac and Sue. It'll, it's going to work. It's passable, okay? This, this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what a dude! What's up? Uh, I'm just ready to sport. What up, ladies? I'm ready. What up, gents? Ladies, gents, everything in between? Tech issues over here. Uh-oh. And a stunning turn of events. I'm going to... Computer issues? Yeah, we'll get it figured out. What's going on? <laughs> we'll work on it. What's going on, you guys? I, uh, Buckley over there. Sup, bro? Sup, bro? Sup? Yeah, bro. He's got a very Raiders thing going. You got a like an Al Davis. All you need is some <clears throat> Gloria Vanderbilt glasses, and you're set to go. That's true. I didn't really realize it was a uh, a Raiders look. Uh, just kind of neutral tones, but yeah, silver, black, or uh, and a little white. Yeah, yeah, a little jumpsuit on there. It's very uh, Al Davis, which I I kind of appreciate that. Uh, as you get older, you just you grab one look. Like you can appreciate the guy that just decides to go tracksuit all the time, or just one shoot. color. Mark Davis, one haircut. Yeah, yeah. You know, he just you you know Peyton Manning's been doing that. You know he's been rocking that cut since like the seventh grade. Oh yeah, he's doing that uh, that sweep over thing, and he's like, hey, it's working for me. When you find something that works for you, you lean into it. Yeah, and I think that as, as you get older, I think you tend to really, you really grab hold of something. Like your style stops evolving. At some point, it's like, hey, this is what I'm wearing, and uh, nuts to you. That's why you see the old guy that like is wearing the suit he bought in 1976. He's like, hey, it still fits. Why get something new? I'm not spending money on that. I just need those cool uh, like lowbrow glasses, like kind of almost librarian style, but kind of like low key pimping that Al Davis used to wear around the around yeah, the collar. The, the lady glasses. Yeah, well, in the the you chain, need the neck chain. Yeah, the kind of yeah. gold chain that went yeah. with it. His his was like a little fly compared to like the librarian style. <laughs> and then of course you need some sort of weird face, like you need a boil or two on there, <laughs> like. like Parts of skin just falling off. Yeah, know? like at the end there. Like, I feel bad, like, for Al Davis. Well, I mean, he's dead now. But, like, at the end, do you think he cared the fact that he was melting? Or are you just, like, at, at that point, you're Al Davis and you don't give a rip? Because I would assume, like, if my face was literally melting off, that would bother me. But I'm, like, 76 and yeah, but Maybe you don't care. Maybe you don't realize it as much. Maybe it's, like, nature's way of helping you through it so you don't have to identify that you look like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think about that, like, as you get older. Like, do you just... You know, because you see, like, the old dude, like, with nose hair that's, like, connecting to his mustache. And clearly, like, every day you look in the mirror and you have to be like, whoa. But at, at some point, you stop trimming it. And you would think, like, as your face melting, like, you go see a dermatologist and, you know, you're like, hey, you know, maybe I get that looked at. And you're like, nah, you know, what What the hell? At this point, I'm just riding off into the sunset. You got a nose and ear hair trimmer for Christmas this year. We're that age now. That's how old we are. <laughs> Those are great, though. Needed. I was just tired of plucking it with tweezers, like, yeah. one at a time. I'm like, let's just get get the whole thing in there now, I guess. Yeah. And, and they the 
the evolution of the hair trimmer is has been fun to follow. Well, and sure. frankly, it does it's beard and everything else, but yeah. specifically, it also does the nose. Well, the beard thing is, is big now, you know, because yeah. every all three of us have beards. Yep, well, Everybody has a beard. <laughs> Beardsman. <laughs> I go to a lady though. I can't. I don't trust oh. myself to trim my own beard. Well, the, if you had a shorter beard, yeah. this little those new beard trimmers are great. Yeah, I've always done my own, but then during the pandemic when I went full Viking beard, the only the way my beard always ends is I screw it up. Like you get to a certain point and then I go to trim it and I I butcher something. Right. And then you're like, well, then you just shave it, you know, you shave it down and, and so start over. Yeah, you start over. And so like once I grew mine out for almost a year, I was like, well, if I'm gonna keep it somewhat long, I just so I just go to a lady. It charges me like ten bucks. Go like once a month and you kind of shape it and it's a it's 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 a much better it's a much better way of doing things. But you still have to have like the you still have to have the clippers around to get rid of the randos. Because you wake up and for whatever reason one hair has grown seven feet, like over the course of the evening. It yeah, was what is that about? When it just springs out of there? I don't know. It wasn't there when you went to bed and you wake up and it's usually a different color than the rest of your beard and it's nine feet long. And you're like, what the hell? And that's where you got to have the little trimmer to get in there. Well, and you got to have the nose hair trimmer too. Oh, that's a must. That stuff gets wild in there. Well, as you get older, stuff gets uh, like, as your hair leaves your head, it just pops up other places. I haven't really gone bald so much as just my hair has migrated to other parts of my body. Yeah, like your shoulders. Oh yeah, I got a couple your nice nose, your ears. I got a couple nice uh, like lat patches, you know, like kind of like the middle of your back. Yeah, got a couple fun little just yeah, like I had I'm just here. a couple little ones, and those have somehow spread over the years. Yeah, I think about it more like uh, you know you ever you see like those uh, like like nature documentaries about how the people came across the Bering Strait and populated North America and. It's kind of branched. I think about it like that. At one point, my head of hair was like Pangea, and everyone was located in one area. And then just over the millennia, we've just we've become diverse groups. We've branched out. We've changed. Some people have uh, we, we've changed color. We've changed, uh, you know, different lifestyles and we have just moved to different parts of uh, the globe and we've set up shop there and then they continue to grow and multiply. It's wonderful getting old. It's great. Well, hope everyone's having a great Wednesday. You know, we uh, love our Wednesday shows here, so we will meander today with the best of them. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. Yes. I have uh, woke news, Ooh. woke mob news. Well, I like being woke. And sports, too. <laughs> I encountered a, have you ever uh, seen a grocery store concert? Because I did today. No. Were you aware? Well, I mean, I have, I wouldn't call it a concert, but you know. This, Sometimes people are singing and this was a this was a concert and dancing. And... A band was set up in the deli. Oh, that's awesome! Of the new seasons market. I love that. And I was new not, marketing manager there. I was not prepared. Real go getter. <laughs> Real go getter. Like when you walk in, because I like the hot bar there. So it's, it's good for lunch. Real food, not that expensive, and it, I don't have to cook. So I, I roll in there, and you're thinking when you roll in there is it's always like, hey, what are they going to have today? Are they going to have the baked chicken? Maybe they're going to have a nice uh, ziti. You don't know. It's a it's it's a fun little game finding what your options are. Wait, where is this? New Seasons. Oh, you're fancy. Yeah, well, it's right by the house. Fancy as f. And uh, so I roll in there, and so what I wasn't expecting, or is it cooler to say fancy af? Fancy af. That's the cooler way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, not. Cooler. You don't yeah. particularly sound cool doing it either way. Right. But the af is the better way. I think. <laughs> I sounded like a dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. You know what you're not expecting when you walk into a new seasons is a 75 year old trio rocking out white. By the way, ponytails rocking out to Stevie Wonder. Uh, you signed, sealed, and delivered. You're not prepared for that. And for a brief moment, you have to do that. Did I go into the wrong store? Like what? What did I wander into? Have a Wednesday. Yeah, and they just they were right set up right there in the deli, just going at it, and they got they had an audience there of uh, nothing but olds because I think oh, that's... there were people watching them. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. The, the deli like has... with seats. Well, the captive. Know, the deli has like you can there you can you can eat there. They've got a little area there oh, in yeah. the deli with some chairs right. and tables. And yes, the old by the way, the band seventy five. The average age of the audience eighty two. Yeah. So I don't know if it was like a. If they bust them over from the old folks' home, which is right down the road, but there was a captive audience there rocking out. They came to watch the kids play a show. Yeah, they're like, oh, the, these oh, young. Oh, to be young. Oh, to be 72 again. And then they proceeded. And I thought maybe they'd be doing some easy listening. No, man. They were breaking out the, uh, they're breaking out the funk. They're breaking out the soul, going at it. And it, it kind of threw me off. And then I asked the lady, 
when I was checking out, I was like, uh, hey, what's with the deli concert? And she was like, um, we do it every other Wednesday. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, sorry. We're known for it. I wasn't, I wasn't aware, but apparently it's a thing. I did not know that's cool that we had regularly scheduled uh, performances at your local supermarket, but apparently you do. I love it. I think there should be live music at more places. Yeah, I, it was like as you're like in the checkout line or whatever, you just kind of bomb it along. You're like, all right, yeah. And then they got into uh, tough enough. They went into the was it the fabulous uh, Thunderbirds? Thunderbirds. Yeah, yeah. Who knew, who knew at like twelve thirty you needed. An old man rocking out to tough enough, but apparently it makes your whole day well, better. Give me a scenario where a live band would not be cool or acceptable. Yeah, maybe like a funeral home. Well, they have music in there. I don't think. Well, it's very well. I guess maybe like a, you got some bad. Yeah, you're right because you could play some like bagpipes or sure. something. Maybe a nice uh, sad piano. Yeah, maybe a nice piano or whatever. I think it's you're, you're right. Yeah, they I, have a live. They have live. Yeah, they have pian pianists in there. Yeah, and... kind of playing. You have yeah. that that somber undertone. Yeah. They're not know. allowed to talk, though. No. Or when you do or talk, sing. you have to do the, yes, uh, very to do the quiet voice. I don't know what situation isn't made better by music. Live uh, music. Live music, yeah. yeah. And I just that was the first time I've ever seen live music in a supermarket. So if you feel like live music, uh, apparently Wednesdays at the New Market in Cascade Park, that's the place to be. Well, live music, I don't... I mean, I, I don't know about you, but whenever I'm on vacation or whatever, I'm always looking for live music. 100%. You know, I want to see the local flair. Well, and you'll get me into a restaurant, even here locally, if I'm walking by, like say you're just roaming around downtown yeah, and you're exactly. trying to find a place to eat or maybe have a uh, a beverage or two, live music will get me in the door every time. So I like Kells. Kells always has live music going on. Do they always have the Irish thing going on, though? No, not all the time. So yeah, but I like that. I like the Irish music, but no, it is not always uh it is not always the the Irish folk band. But it's always just a it's a great grab bag. It's a surprise. You know, like we were sitting in Loretto in this little restaurant and um this guy set up shop, one single dude right in the corner of the little this little restaurant, so nothing major. Oh my god, he's like the Mexican Jimi Hendrix. Really? He was unbelievable. He was their Jeff Beck. He was unbelievable. <laughs> Rest in peace, by the way. And we were like, this guy I, I didn't know he was even playing. It's kind of a weird place to even have live music, no. and he shred, <laughs> shred AF. See, that's great. Although Does that it, even work, it can be. Eh, it was a little rough. Mm -hmm. It can be a little rough though when you go into a place and someone's really bad. Yeah, sometimes it's bad, but that's yeah. what I mean. It's a grab bag, but it's yeah. still fun to watch even when it's bad because it's a bit like a train wreck. Yeah, I saw a guy once doing. Uh, like, and then you tip more. I saw a guy doing Warren Zevon covers, and boy, it was yeah. it, it was something. <laughs> it was something else. Yeah. You just tell them, hey, get a lesson, huh? Yeah, you're like, but you're right. You do tip because you feel bad for course, the guy because yeah. no one's tipping because, well. Well, it could be worse. They could be playing in a grocery store. <laughs> hey, you know what? For the old. The little trio there, they were snazzy. I just was wondering, like, if it was a specifically designed for seniors because the band was old and everyone in the audience was old. But they were all into it. Well, I find it brilliant. Uh, P1 Scott is in, and he says, we honored citizens, as he calls them. Ah, uh, all know that Wednesdays at New Seasons get a 10% discount. Interesting. So Wednesday, they're trying to really ramp up Wednesday. Well, in that neighborhood, like where I'm right by my house, that is the like the center of the olds in in Vancouver. So that's, you know, like I would imagine they looked at their ledger and went, boy, nobody really shops on a Wednesday. How can we get more people in? A band <laughs> and 10% off. <laughs> Let's go. It's easy. It worked. I was surprised. There was probably at least in that little deli, there was probably 25 people. Like most of the chairs were filled up, and I just kind of sat there and watched, and it was cute to see some of the olds, like, rocking out. Like, I would have thought it would have been, you know, kind of like a, a like what you said, maybe some funeral music. But no, it was very, very upbeat and jazzy. Happy Valley New Seasons, live music every Friday night, according to one of our reporters on the street. So that's a thing, huh? It's a thing. Well, they do that right on the as you walk in. It does say friendliest store in town. So yeah, this is you know they're they're going the extra mile. Well, we need to put together a list of this could be a club topic. The the top five places that need live music. Yeah, because I would think that the supermarket's pretty boring, and I, I, I yeah, do but it. you're in and out. Like I well, not I if you're it's... not if you're doing like serious grocery shopping. What if you had a band at like the accountant's office? I would think like the DMV, because you're there you go. any place where you're forced yeah. to like you know be in an awful line. Here's the other one: we, security line at the airport. Right. 
Because they've got that guy that plays at the at the, the the Portland airport, but it's not right at security. It's you have to get past it to get to the piano guy. That piano guy don't hate it should be playing calm music in line while you're snaking through the Disney line there because that's the most frustrating part of getting on an airplane. It's going through traffic. That guy should be playing yeah. calm, soothing music. That's interesting because uh, remember we talked about the guy who busted out a guitar on a flight. Yeah, now that and that's, everyone hated it. Well, but it was very Jesusy too. Well, it was, but we were talking, though, at the time about just what if somebody just played music? I would be all for it, but a lot of people wouldn't. Like, they want want to be left alone on the flight, but in the airport, apparently, that's okay. Airport, okay. It's, you know, it's it's a dicey proposition because, again, a a lot of it is... The, the the airplane really is captive, and I, I just think there is some element of you have to respect the privacy of an airplane because of the, the, the close quarters. That and no one wants to hear, well, not no one, but I think the vast majority of people don't want to hear Jesus is your friend, uh, like by the, uh, you know, whatever youth group you're running there. That's, I know I wouldn't. That's a little rough. So it's a bit much. And somebody said all those olds at New Seasons were waiting for the same van to go home. <laughs> That's probably true. They yeah. probably just bust them over from. Oh, the... you see those all the time. There's yeah. like four different old people facilities, like right in that within like yeah. a mile, and they have the big community buses, and yeah. you see them. Those and they're great. And it's cute because they have a little thing on the back you can load the scooters on them. Like you, they can yeah. fit up to like five or six of those rascals. Yeah. And they just I don't. They got to be practical. Yeah, they drive them around places. Have killer light shows in them. <laughs> Stripper pole. It's like a party bus. Hey, those olds get it on, man. Uh, all right. Well, we're ready to party. I don't know about you. I'm ready to party. We've got uh, woke mob news today. We're going to talk about Cam McCormick playing more football. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> I think I was wrong. I said ninth year of eligibility. We're at eight. Eight years. No, he got two more. He got two more? Yeah, so he's so, at eight so, and, so eight so and nine. nine. Well, he said he doesn't. He said, so I've done a whole thing on Cam McCormick. Okay, so you've got this figured out. Yes, then. I've prepared this for a segment today. I don't know when. I was but. fearful I was wrong about nine yesterday. No, he, he got two more years because they hand him out in bunches now. I guess. So he has been at Oregon for seven years. He is now transferring for his eighth year, <laughs> and he says he's not sure if he'll use the ninth year. <laughs> at some point, my man. So we'll, uh, we'll talk about How that. How much college football is enough? Good times. And it's wild card weekend. It's time to start getting into this stuff. Yes. Come on. Well, more importantly, let's start talking about gambling on it. Yeah, we got to get our picks in tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, well, short show tomorrow too, right? Yeah, we're we're off early tomorrow for the duckies. The ducks. Who are they playing? Uh, I'm gonna go to Buck on that one. Fire Dan Allman. Hold, please. It doesn't matter. Well, he's coming off their best uh, best win of the year. I was they joking. definitely are. I was yeah. being facetious. Uh, the, I love Dan Allman. The brush. Although Pete Masters Pete's coming out of the woodwork now, yeah, as I God, told you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they have the Arizona schools this week, so okay. they host Arizona State tomorrow. Well, there you go. So hopefully, can't wait. You're either uh, loving life or hating it based on what you feel about us and or the brush. All right, the poll question pertains uh, to Wildcard Weekend. We'll get to that next on the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, here's our poll question today. As always, it is on our Twitter feed, at 1080thefan. Uh, it is brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Today we're asking you, which quarterback will rise up this weekend? Geno Smith. No. Dak Prescott. That's that's an that's an interesting one. Tom Brady. <laughs> As if he needs to prove something. Which quarterback has the most to prove? Tom Brady, go. No, this says will rise up. Yeah. Cause not many think because they're underdogs. Yeah. Two yeah. and a half though. And he's not. By the way, I like Dallas in that. He's not great. I'm not a huge I'm not a huge But maybe Brady will rise up like he's always done in the past. Yeah. I just think the Buccaneers aren't very good. And win another Super Bowl. Uh, no, that's not happening. And last, wait, Tom Brady's not rising up? <laughs> they're not winning the Super Bowl this oh. year. I don't know if you've seen the Buccaneers, but uh, they're not very good. Hey, I don't count out Tom's braids. I, I do. Even at the age of 57. <laughs> well, I don't count him out. I count out his crappy team. And then the last one is Daniel Jones. <laughs> yeah. You know, they played a pretty good game. It was that week 15 and 16, and Jones threw for 300 yards, and it was, it was a close game. So, but I'm I'm not a big believer in uh, in the Giants in that game either. I know Minnesota is one that that people like Minnesota and Dallas. I kind of put in that same category that they're good is is really good. Like their best is is solid, but they they have that um they have that dud in them, right? <laughs> they have that game where you just look at it and you're like, what the blank was that? Um, but I also don't think that their their competition they're playing is particularly good. So I think I'd go with Dak Prescott. If I'm going to say which one of those quarterbacks is is going to rise up, because I think the Seahawks are are just overmatched um, against San Francisco, and they're just going to hunt Geno Smith. I mean, the, the the Seahawks offense hasn't been putting up a bunch of points, and they struggled against the Rams, who had nothing to play for. San Francisco is going to maul them. Um, Daniel Jones, I could see a little bit, but I'll, I'll go with I'll go with Dak because I think a lot of people are sleeping on on Dallas because they didn't look good last week, and and I get it. Dak Prescott is, he's kind of like the new Kirk Cousins. Again, if I want to make that comparison between Minnesota and Dallas in that he's good, but he's not elite. He's not going to carry a team on his back. And so we constantly want to bash guys for that. It's like we, we get into this, man, we had, uh, you know, whether it was Rashid here or, you know, Zach Randolph or whatever, or LaMarcus had this. We all get angry that they're not better, that they're not like the best. And there's only a handful of those guys. And in the NFL, you got about six of those quarterbacks. And after that, people fall into this Dak Prescott category and Kirk Cousins. And no matter how much people want to make Dak Prescott into this elite guy, mainly because of the money he makes, you don't have to be elite to make the kind of money that Cousins and and Prescott make. It's not going to happen. But that doesn't mean that they can't win playoff games. It doesn't mean that they can't have big moments. It's just that we have unrealistic expectations. So, I'll, but I'll, I'll go Dak. I think I think Dallas takes care of business, and I think they have a bounce back game against a Buccaneers team that is the only reason they're even in the playoffs is they play in the world's crappiest division. And I think Dallas would take care of business, and, and Dak will have a good game. All right, vote, vote hard. A uh, couple of things. Uh, you have two guys on there, Daniel Jones and Geno Smith. Believe it or not, who are about to get new deals? Yeah, which well, is really amazing. Yeah, what if, when it, you think about where we used to view them or how we used to view them, I mean, it shows you that coaching matters. Yes, because a new coach with the Giants has just gotten Daniel Jones, and they're, they say they're working on an extension with Daniel Jones right now, uh, but that's going to get him paid. And he was basically well, he's dead. He was I dead wouldn't man. say he was out of the league, but they were not going to. Well, they didn't pick up his option. Yeah, and you know they. And look, they're still not in love with Daniel Jones. No, but he's going to get money. He's going to get money. Same with Gino. Same with Gino. I'll be interested to see what that is. And I think with with Jones, I think he gets a little bit more than Gino does. I bet you Seattle has a very specific number with Gino. And remember, Gino's never gotten paid before. I mean, he's not made money in this league. I think he's only made about $14 million in his career. And, you know, he's into this, you know, 10 years. By the way, he would be... 
the first quarterback since Rich Gannon to win his first playoff game 10 years into his career. Oh, really? Yeah, it doesn't happen. I mean, it, wow. it, yeah, this is... So you either win one, well, 10 years is a long time. <laughs> 10 years is a long time. You, you win one in the first 10 years, or you ain't winning. <laughs> you ain't unless winning. Unless you're Rich Gannon or Geno Smith. Yeah, like what you're seeing out of Geno Smith, this just doesn't happen. You don't have these sort of career research. Well, it's not even a resurgence. No. It's, you don't. He developed a career. Yeah. There wasn't one. It's pretty one. wild. You know, like, it, it like, really is. Like Kurt Warner probably had a big gap in between playoff wins because, you know, early on he had a lot of success, and then he kind of fell off, and then he had a resurgence. But for the Rich Gannons and Geno Smith, of the world, and by the way, Gino won't win a playoff game, but if somehow they did, you just don't have this. But well, I, I think with Daniel Jones, you still have a young guy that you can look at and say, okay, maybe there's growth and development there. I think Gino is a great story, but I, I think even even Seattle that, that's witnessed this up, up, up close, I still think there's a real... <laughs> There's a real belief out there that five years down the road, you, you probably don't want Geno Smith as your quarterback. Well, I think that's right. It's just that he, you gotta admit, it's not smoke and mirror. Like he, he can, he can spin it a little bit. Yeah, you know that throw he made the other day, um, the the lone touchdown pass to uh, was that Lockett? I don't remember who it was. That was a hell of a throw, man. Yes, when they he, were playing the Rams. Well, in most statistical categories, he was so, top five this year. Yeah, and and sometimes that's misleading. What I'm saying is sometimes that's misleading. Yeah. You know, you know that yeah. you can get a dink and dunk guy that just a completion percentage. Sure, but Gino's been I, pretty I call dynamic. That, I call that the Chad Pennington, and not that right. Pennington wasn't, but he was Pe- fine. I think Pennington might have the highest completion percentage in NFL history, and you know, no one's going to confuse. Yeah, but Chad he wasn't Pennington. going downfield. No, exactly. Big arm. Yeah, and, it's your 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 Gino point. Yeah, can yeah, and so I I don't know. I just think it's interesting that you know we used to sort of view quarterbacks. We're, we're evolving in our views of quarterbacks because we used to think. You either are or you aren't. Yeah. And it takes two years, and then we put you in one or the other box. Yeah. The reality is, like you just said, with guys that aren't named Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, most of them, it depends on who their coach is. Yeah, look at what Brock Purdy is doing with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Well, you know? it's, it's, look at what Geno Smith has done with Pete Carroll. Look at what Daniel Jones has done by getting a new coach. There are, these guys can, and again, it's not to say that they turn him into Tom Brady, obviously, but they, they can do things with the right coach, OC, and, and system. Yeah, the the I hope that we're starting to lose the stigma behind the the term system quarterback, because in 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 most cases, ninety five percent of the quarterbacks are system quarterbacks. They are right, you know, and and you can even make the argument that one hundred percent of the guys are system quarterbacks because if we take Tom Brady and we put Tom Brady and his career starts out that same way you know, with with an injury to, to Drew Bledsoe. But let's say we put him with the Jets uh, during that stretch, or we put him with the Cardinals. He's not Tom Brady. I have no doubt that he would he would be a good quarterback, but uh, come on, stop that. This idea that Tom Brady was single-handedly going to elevate this god-awful team, especially early on, those, uh, those first couple Super Bowls, that was largely built on their defense. Yeah. You know, look at some of their scores. They weren't putting up a ton of points. Brady was a clutch guy that had a couple big drives, like the the, the drive to beat the the Rams. I, did they score? It was like twenty one, maybe seventeen points in that game. It was not a high scoring affair. And then Brady kind of evolved. Roethlisberger did the same thing. That first Super Bowl that Roethlisberger got had very little to do with Ben Roethlisberger. The second one. Oh, that was Jerome Bettis. Did you remember that? Oh, yeah, the, the Jerome Bettis. Did you know he's from Detroit? I think I read something about that. Can you believe that? And that the, game was in Detroit. Oh man, I wish they would have covered that a little bit more. And they beat the Seahawks. <laughs> and then you saw you saw Roethlisberger grow and develop into a, a big-time quarterback. Uh, Russ, the first one in, in Seattle. Yeah, well, the second one, kind of, we know what happened there. But Russ grew and developed or, uh, as, as his career went on. And it's hard to do that when you play on a bad team. Josh Allen, if Josh Allen, and, and I think Josh Allen is one of the two best quarterbacks in the NFL, but... If Josh Allen had gone, Josh Allen was bad early, but he played in a good system and he played with a really good team and a really good teacher. If you would have put Josh Allen in, in, a, in a crappy situation where he was rotating OCs and playing behind a battle line with no run game, there's a chance that Josh Allen washed out of the NFL because he never would have gotten a chance to, to learn. He never would have gotten a chance to actually get better. He just would look like crap. That's what like the Justin Fields thing. Realize that we were like, we're like three weeks away from saying Justin Fields is the worst draft pick. Like, this is a total bust. 
And then someone was like, hey, maybe we should do something different with him. Started running him a little bit. That opened up some of the past game. And and now it's not like you you know that you have like a, a true franchise quarterback in Justin Fields. But all of a sudden, that the last seven, eight weeks of the season, people were like, well, maybe we do have something in Justin Fields. And it came down to how they used him. He almost broke the single season rushing record for quarterbacks. He would have had he not gotten hurt the last week. So the quarterback play and the way we evaluate, the way we talk about it, it really does need to evolve because we, we get way too much into black and white and it's shades of gray. There's very few Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allens or guys like this. Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys. And even them are in some ways tied to the, their coaches and systems and schemes. Best quarterback on the worst team. <sighs> right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, just, that just came to my mind because I was thinking of an. Ex- I was trying to think of an exception to what you're talking about. Yeah, like a guy, a guy that, who really is good, and then his team is holding them back. I the the one historically that pops into my mind who, you know, Aaron Rodgers. No, nah, Lafleur's pretty good though. Lafleur's pretty good. The one that I think of is is Dan Marino. Dan yeah. Marino did not have. He never had a run. He, he, good receivers though. Yeah, he had. A, well, I mean, Clayton and Dupe early on, but you look at the guys that Marino played with. Dan did a lot of that. Well, I'm talking about now on his own. I know now. I mean, yeah, Rodgers had Devontae Adams, but, I mean, Rodgers is pretty close to that. They have never – Brady and Rodgers, if you were going to say did the most with the least over their careers – But we know Rodgers is elite. Yes. So that's not I, – I wouldn't use that. I mean – It's it's probably Brady. Brady didn't – like, outside of, uh, outside of Gronk, there's – I mean, Randy Moss was there for, like, two or three years. There's not another Hall of Fame player – on his offense that that he played with. Not a single one. I mean, he, he won with Wes Welker and Danny Amendola and Dion Branch and, you know. What about Herbert? Herbert's got weapons, though. Herbert, he I does, mean, but Staley's kind of a... Well, he's kind of... I, I'm he's not kind a, of a moron. I'm not a Staley guy, but you got Eckley, who has third, leads the league in touchdowns. You have two elite receivers when they're healthy. I mean, he, and, and, and a good old line when healthy. He's got... Their big thing is just health. But he's got he's got dudes. I'm with you on the coaching, but he's got dudes. I'll think about that. I'll be. Yeah, I'll, think I'll, about that. I need to noodle with that. I'm still going through all the teams in my head. Yeah. Now, uh, one other, actually, two other notes uh, pertaining to the poll question, which is which quarterback will rise up this weekend? Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Geno Smith, Daniel Jones. Uh, one, uh, Daniel Jones is interesting because the Vikings are 31st in the NFL against the pass. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? I do. So Daniel Jones, who just played there in Week 16 in Minnesota. And, and threw for 300 yards. Could have a good game. Also, by the way, Minnesota, the last month of the season, 29 points against, 28 yeah. points for. One of the few teams, I think they might be one of two teams going into the playoffs that over the last month have a negative point differential. Well, they're the first team ever, I think I saw that they're the first team ever to win 12 or more games and have, <clears throat> and have a negative point differential. Yeah. Weird team. Can you name the five quarterbacks who threw more interceptions than Matt Ryan this season? There are only five. Ryan threw 12. <laughs> and didn't play the whole time. Exactly. That's, he was fifth. That's impressive. Or sixth. Can you name them? Because uh, three of them are in the playoffs. Three of them are in the playoffs. Well, that, that's that's kind of an alarming thing. I'm trying to think of who would have... Who, who threw a lot? Uh, Dak threw a bunch. Dak, yep. Dak threw a bunch. Um, do, 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 I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, Davis Mills and Derek Carr are in here, and they are yeah, not in the They are most definitely not in the playoffs. The other two are in the playoffs and uh, favored. Did Herbert or Burrow throw a bunch? Nope. Because they've been a little INT prone. Kurt Cousins. Uh, well, that makes sense. And Josh Allen. You know, and if you want to look at a, at a thing that could derail Buffalo, I think Josh Allen has had seven or eight red zone turnovers this year. Early on when they were losing some of those games, no one wants to blame Josh Allen because he's Josh Allen. He has had a serious problem throwing picks in the red zone. Yeah, it's interesting. So which quarterback will rise up? I don't know. My, my money might go on uh, Jones there. But, of course, the safe bet is Brady. Yeah. Tommy's coming for you. Tommy's so. coming for Dallas. He's so. never lost to Dallas. And Dak, nah, I can't trust that guy. I can't either, but I'm still picking him. I, I think Dallas will be okay. So vote and uh, vote hard. By the way, historically, it's been Matt Stafford, says one of our texters. That's Historically, perfect. yes. Yes, that's a perfect example yes. of, of what we were trying to come up yes. with. All right, was the TCU-Georgia game the most watched college football playoff championship ever? Here's Buck. 
I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I think I'm going to go, if you're going to go over just the last couple years. So we should just reset this real quick. Yeah. We were talking about quarterbacks because they were the subject of the poll question and who would rise up this weekend. Because a lot of question marks at quarterback in some of these teams. You Absolutely. know, these guys, can they? Well, and ultimately you're judged by your playoff success. Yeah, exactly. Failures. And Dak is kind of in Tony Romo territory. Yeah, uh, a little bit. You know, and you know, Herbert's getting his first crack. So then we were talking about, you know, the game's evolved and really everybody's a system quarterback. It's just a matter of what OC and continuity you can get with your head coach and right. system. And um, that's that's 98% of quarterbacks need that. See Daniel Jones yeah. and see Geno Smith, Brock Purdy or whatever. Uh, so then we were asking the opposite questions. Is there a team that has a quarterback that is simply good and everything else sucks? In other words, there is no booing from his coach or his system. It's actually the opposite. Matt Stafford came up last segment. That was a good one. Stafford's a good one, and, and this is what I'm going to go with. I, I think he does it more on his own than than most, and that's Lamar Jackson. Mm. You know, They have a good run game, but the run game is largely predicated on him. Like he doesn't have all world backs, um, you know. His Mark Andrews is 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 his best weapon. I mean, he had Hollywood Brown would be his big receiver, and they got rid of Hollywood Brown. <clears throat> and Lamar wins now. I know he's you know the injury thing, but you know Lamar wins 10, 11 games every year. Lamar Jackson has an MVP, and I think he's the closest thing we have to a one man show in the NFL. And when you see the Ravens without Lamar, you know. <laughs> It's 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 not the Ravens. I mean, it's just it, it, there. He is the most like irreplaceable player when you consider how much of their offense is built around him. You can argue that that's not a good thing, and that they run him too much, and that you know the offense is too predicated on that plus one run game. But I, I really think that there's not many people. There may not be another player in the NFL period that you could put in Baltimore with the system they have in place and have success. Certainly not the success that Lamar Jackson has. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I was looking at his stats. You know, he is their leading rusher yeah. by quite a bit. But then Dobbins, Drake, and Edwards all have over in between four and five hundred yards. Yeah, because again, it's it's by committee, and they've always done this. But none of those. I mean, Dobbins before he got so, hurt. Dobbins is is a good back, but again, he's not playing with. He's not playing with all world guys. It's it's really just it's it's a system. But they want to run the ball. Though. They want to run the and ball. And it's not all Lamar. I mean, they have twenty seven hundred yards rushing and seven hundred and sixty four that is Lamar. So they have two thousand yards rushing outside of him. And I wonder how much of that though is the threat of Lamar running the ball. Like you're not going to line up with Tyler Huntley or God forbid Anthony Brown and turn around and hand the ball to those backs and blow people off the ball. So much of what they do is just the threat of Lamar Jackson. Like I say, he's the closest thing to a one-man band that we have in the NFL. And as good as he's been, we see this. When you get to the postseason, it hasn't really worked out because it's it's hard to win playing that style. I wonder what's going to happen with him. Because well, Greg it, Roman's his OC, right? Yes. And there's some talk that he may get turfed, although he probably would have been turfed by now. Uh, did they fire him? I don't think they fired no. him. No. Well, they're in the playoffs. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What am I talking about? No. But yeah, Jackson's not coming back, though. Huntley's going to play this week. Maybe not. It might be Anthony Brown. <laughs> no, it's Huntley. They said Huntley's on track. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's, Huntley. but. Yeah. Well, they were saying that they pulled Huntley last week because they didn't. That game didn't matter to them. Well, he's not. Th- he hasn't thrown yet. He's so. hurt, but he, he'll play. Dude, they aren't playing with Anthony Brown. I would Brown. certainly hope so. Miami's playing with Skylar Thompson. Yeah, and I I still think that's di- I I feel like <laughs> I feel like these coaches are kind of trying to pull one over on us. I what's going on with Bridgewater? He's got a dislocated finger. Is he out out? Are we certain of that? Because it's a little McDaniel's they, being a little coy. The 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 one I saw today was that that that, Ty, that Skyler Thompson is expected to be the starting quarterback. Yeah, I know, but that's the reason they said that is because McDaniel said. Tua has not cleared concussion protocol. We are preparing Skylar Thompson to be our starter. Yeah, well, Tua, that could totally be a smokescreen. It's the possible way. Bridgewater could, but that's Tua what I mean. is Tua. Yeah, is, Tua is out. Is out. But he said, "I'm preparing Skylar to be our starter." That's true. 
I, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him to throw Bridgewater out there. And I do think John Harbaugh has said that Huntley is on track. So, and Huntley's better than Brown. Look, the Ravens are are fighting an uphill battle without Lamar Jackson, but yeah. they have no chance with Anthony Brown. No, they have a little chance with with Huntley. Huntley. He can run their offense, but, but Lamar right now, this is the biggest. But I, what are they going to do with him? Like, I don't know. So he's so he's up, right? He's up. So they can franchise him next year. Yep. They can and basically pay him it, like forty million. They or can something. basically do it for two years. But he has said that if you franchise me, I'm not showing up. Which, you know, he's done for the offseason, and then obviously he would have to show up if he wanted to recruit another year or so. If you franchise him, this almost always ends in divorce. Franchise tags almost never end in marriage. They almost always end in divorce. So if you franchise tag him... Did the Seahawks franchise Russ? Uh, no. I thought they did. I don't think so. This does not happen very often. Like, Dak is one that I know they did that with, and they ended up working out a long-term deal with him even after the bad injury. But if if you go down the road and you franchise someone that clearly doesn't want to be franchised, be prepared for him to who's already bet on himself once to give you the finger and pull a Kirk Cousins and be like, "Great, franchise me!" And as soon as I can, I'm the hell out of here because you can't do it more than than two years because it financially becomes uh, it becomes too much of a, of a penalty because it keeps increasing. So you've got a guy right now that basically is your entire offense. He doesn't appear to be hurt that seriously. Harbaugh went from he may not even miss any time to now being out 16 straight practices. Certainly doesn't look like he's going to play in this playoff game. And now, and it's a PCL, which, by the way, PCLs really aren't that. Like, people tear their PCLs all the way through, and they don't, you miss like a week. They don't even do surgery on them. I don't have one. I tore mine in my left knee in college. Never had surgery on it. Like, this is not something that traditionally keeps you out for weeks and weeks and weeks, and you're starting to hear some frustration bubble up in Baltimore about it, and Harbaugh's getting a little annoyed with the questions, and now there's this, is Lamar just being like, hey, man, you don't believe in me? I'm not going out and playing hurt. I'm not going to put my health on the line for you unless I'm 100%. It's a weird thing going on, and yeah. you know that that's an MVP guy. Who, was who can't at, get a deal. Who can't get a deal and was playing at a really high level this year. And then, you know, obviously the injury happened. It would not shock me if Lamar Jackson in a year or two is playing on a, on another Well, can NFL they trade team. him? Yeah. That's what I would do. My radical idea is you uh, you sign him and then you do a quarterback swap with Arizona. You bring Kyler in to work with Greg Roman. You get Lamar out in Arizona and just swap those two mobile uh, guys and do that. All right. But I don't know that Arizona has any interest in that. If but I'm, that's that's my brilliant if idea. I'm, if I'm Miami, I'd call Ooh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Call, All the teams that were looking at Deshaun Watson should yeah. call. I'd call my. I'd call up to Baltimore and be like, "Hey, I, you know, I, I know like, Tua isn't like the greatest thing in the world, but he proved that when he was healthy this year. Although Baltimore didn't have a bunch of weapons, but you know, we got some draft capital that we, you know, well, send Tua to Baltimore. Yeah, maybe, maybe something there. I mean, it, Lamar's a Florida guy. Yeah. You know, I, same I'd thing. Trade if, him. Same thing if Tampa loses Tom Brady. Because it doesn't look like they want to pay him, right? Like if they wanted to pay him, they would have paid him. Yeah, it's they don't want to pay him. See, well, it's it's they they made their offer. They made their Which offer was for how much? Do we know? It was for a bunch of money. It well, was, of course, but was it for like what? I mean, he's got a gripe to say, "Hey, I'm an MVP. He wants to show. I I need to be at the top of this list." They offered. And they also have a valid gripe, I think, to say, "Well, maybe not." Yeah. And that's where their offer comes from. Yeah. And I get where he's coming from. Maybe they meet in the middle, but it sounds like it's it's getting worse and worse but what did they offer they offered 250 million through 2027 with 133 guaranteed yeah and that is deshaun watson money though but deshaun, he got 230 right deshaun watson's was fully guaranteed but his is 227 guaranteed I okay think. and kyler got 180 guaranteed what deck who's the highest paid guy right now the quarterback probably uh well i think i think on the one year i think it's aaron Rodgers because he had that Rodgers. short i think i think it's a short-term deal yeah it's Rodgers and then wilson but on average salary per year R- yeah. Rodgers is at 50. yeah he's got 50 this year <laughs> good gr- russell wilson's making 49. <laughs> i know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> patrick mahomes a steal at 29 million kyler yeah. third deshaun four mahomes five yeah. so i think his deal is he was upset one at the length and i think he was upset at the only 132 guaranteed it you know, he's saying, "Look, you know, Cleveland gave Deshaun Watson a full guarantee deal, and yeah. that dude's accused and, and accused of all this stuff. He hasn't played in a couple of years." And Lamar is saying, I, "I've won an MVP. I take us to the playoffs. We win double digit games every year. I'm a model guy in the locker room. Teammates love me. I'm good in the community. What the hell, man?" And I think Baltimore's thing is we are scared that your style of play isn't conducive long term, 
And we're concerned that when we get into the playoffs, that the ability to throw is kind of sketchy. And so I, I think anytime you're talking about quarterbacks that are are threats to to run first, you know, whether that's Jalen Hurts or whether it's Lamar, or whether it was Cam Newton, you know, Kyler Murray, anybody like this, even though in the NFL you don't really get hit as a quarterback anymore, where you can get hit is running the ball. So I think teams are just naturally a little bit more uh, timid to give out long-term guaranteed deals to guys that, you know, that, that, that run around this much. But Lamar has certainly earned his money, and I get his gripe, but Baltimore is coming in and saying, hey, man, we're, you know, as long as you stay healthy, here's your money. And he's like, no, don't, don't put that caveat on me. Give me my money. Give it to me all. Yeah, I see both sides of it. I really do. That's a tough one. I, I don't know where it goes, but it certainly feels like there is a lot. For a guy this good who is the franchise, this feels like some serious, serious tension. But you know, And he doesn't have an agent, right? No, he because doesn't. He, he's doing it on his own. Yeah. Him and his mom, I think. That's yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. Certainly strange. So he has an MVP. Mm-hmm. You know what his record is? He's he started sixty one games in the NFL. I bet it's really good. Forty five and sixteen. Yeah, he's and his quarterback rating is ninety seven. He's really good. I mean, there's you, you you can't you just can't really knock him. No, you can't. I mean, there's a hole in his game, but there's a hole in a lot of people's games. But at the end of the day, the results are the results are in. The only thing you can say is the you know the injury mm-hmm. thing scares you a little bit, and now you're getting this and. You're getting into the does he want to play, and I think that's unfair because we don't know what the the injury situation is. It's just that when you get told that this is a day to day thing, and now we're extending into you know three weeks, and you get into a month, and you're talking about the playoffs, and is he going to play? And it's a little weird. That can really ruffle, maybe he'll play. It can ruffle a lot of feathers. What if he uh, Willis reads this thing? <laughs> he just pretty, runs out from under the tunnel, and it'd be pretty impressive. Beats the Bengals. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you want to you want to get paid? Show up when no one expects you to show up and beat arguably the yeah. best team right now in, in, in football. All right, uh, we'll get back to the college football playoff championship. A couple of uh, notes uh, left over there, and we'll get to that next on The Fan. Well, the numbers are in from the uh, TCU-Georgia cockfight that we watched the other night. Wasn't that exciting? 65-7. to It was exciting for the, what, when it was 10-7, right? Even then, it wasn't exciting, nah, kinda, right? Because after that first it touchdown, felt like an accident. Yeah, it did. <laughs> the broken, the broken coverage. Yeah. After blown. the first touchdown, we were like, "This is going to be eight million to nothing." We were close. I really want to know what it could have been had they wanted to to lay it on them all sixty minutes. Yeah, I think they could have scored a hundred. I think they could have. Yeah, yeah it was, I think that's right. I don't know. If, I don't know if you would have gotten to a hundred at that point. Do you think TCU just milks the clock? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> At that point, a fight breaks out, right? <laughs> there are people like you. You probably would have that if, if you had a team in the fourth quarter with their starters in and they were throwing the ball. You're asking for a fight, and they already had 85 on the board or something. Yeah, you're asking. You're <laughs> well, asking. You're gonna for... lose that too. <laughs> yeah, you are. Probably. Yeah. You want to fight Jalen Carter? No, I, I really don't. I really don't. That's well, it was not. You know, it's a blowout, so you got to give it some yeah. uh, leeway here. But it was uh, not well watched. Nope. 17 million people, which is the lowest rated title game since 1999. Yeah, it's not good. Well, the the fact that it was teasing, like we all we always say, like we get tired of watching Alabama and Clemson, Ohio State. But the truth of the matter is, you don't want to see TCU either. And the people didn't think it was going to be a good game. And after 15 minutes, it wasn't. And people tuned out. I would say after six minutes it wasn't. Well, I talked to a, a bunch of people that were watching it, like at sports bars and stuff, and they said almost like universally by half that oh, yeah. it was it was empty. Everyone had left. It you was know like, what the yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. most watched title game was though, or is sorry, I do. Yeah, is it Oregon? Buck's the one that told me. Is this. it Oregon Ohio State? Yeah, yeah. the first uh, college football playoff championship between Oregon and Ohio State. Thirty-four million people watched that. Twice as many viewers as the one yeah. we had on Monday. Which is wild. Ducks, Maybe it was just because it was the first. It was the first one. You had a Heisman Trophy winner in Mariota. It was yeah. close through three quarters, too. Close through three quarters. Obviously, Ohio State. You know, Ohio State was down to their third quarterback. There was a lot of uh, there was a lot of hype around that one. Oregon was just coming off the pummeling of the defending national champs and Heisman Trophy winner from the year before. I mean, that was a that was a good buildup to that that game. And you're right, for three quarters, it's a hell of a football game. All right, let's do our Cam McCormick segment next. He is. <laughs> He's now leaving Oregon to go play again. Why? I, I'm being serious on this. Elsewhere. I, I, I'm not saying this to degrade him in any way. What college football program would take Cam McCormick? Oh, I think there's probably one. Why? Oh, why? I don't know. Experience? 
It's been around seven years. Experience in getting hurt. I mean, a father not, figure. Yeah, I'm not trying yeah. to be insensitive in any way, but I can't fathom a big time Division One program waste wasting using a scholarship. Well, you're being a real jerk right now. I know, and I don't want to be. I'm not trying. Well, he could. There's it no. Have to be he was productive and healthy this year, though, right? Yeah, he played. He didn't get hurt. Stop it. Well, he did. He didn't get hurt. <laughs> He's like, now I've proven I can make it healthy through a season. Somebody yeah. wants to take a shot on me. Yeah, he, Maybe. Had, he had 10 catches. Why? Three tutties. Why would you spend a scholarship? It makes no well, sense. I think surely a lower level school. Maybe, right? yes. I mean, come on. But the A&M quarterback just transferred to, uh, you remember that guy, that Calzada guy? Yeah. Where'd he end up? Incarnate Word. Well, there you go. I, I, but why would you leave Oregon? Like I, I wonder. He wants to play. I wonder if maybe they didn't just kind of. Oh, shove, I shove him. Out I would there. imagine Landing said, "Dude, you're not playing <laughs> yeah, here. Like, you can stay, but yeah, you ain't playing." Yeah, I mean, it's or maybe you can't even stay because we need your yeah, scholarship. Time because guess what? You're going to get hurt. <laughs> time to go. All right, we'll get to that next. It is uh, 401 on the fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.